The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Sorry by SP. We yeah. have a very special show today. We have Bengals tackle Fred Johnson. More offensive line. More offensive line, yeah. yes. We're going to interview the whole offensive line and get you hyped about the offensive line because this offensive line is going to surprise a lot of people. It is really going to blow you away. I am Dalio McDook. I'm joined by, as always, Dr. Hoji the Electric Esmoji and right. John Sheeran. Yeah. Now, uh, Fred Johnson, so I was sitting there eating my, uh, you know, great value cookies and great value coffee in the morning when I read something that just, I had to spit it all out, which was, was that's like 45 cents of product that I just spit out. When I read Jim Turner's quote on our guest, Fred Turner. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he basically, he said he is a monster. Monster. Now, he didn't mean he's a terrible person. No. He meant that he is a great, ferocious football player. Jim Turner also said that this kid, you know, I'll be teaching something to other people. I'll go, hey, Fred, what did I just say? And he repeats it back to me and more, and he knows exactly what's going on. He said he is as smart as a VIP. Now, obviously, Jim Turner, it's a metaphor. He doesn't use VIPs. No. He's saying that. But he means he's very sharp. Very, very sharp. Yeah. And Coach Matt Menich, you know, talked about this. Friend of the show. Big friend of the show. Yeah. He talked about this in an article. You know, and we're going to bring all this up with him. So, John, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. <coughs> oh, wow. Excuse me. <coughs> hmm. <clears throat> you guys ever need to do that? Just like just clear your throat just so obnoxiously? Yeah, yeah. sometimes. But I, I, I do a regimen of certain um, herbs and uh, oils in the morning that prevents me from having to do things like that. Yeah, I'm I'm like two days behind on my medication right now. And it's kind of oh. weird because people are looking at me like, is this guy okay? But really, I'm just an idiot with asthma. So it, it's, it's a communication error at least. Well, and it's a rough season for asthma. Uh, people who have asthma right now. There's a lot in the air, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, pollen. Yeah. There's a lot of pollen. Yeah. Not a lot of pollen where I'm at, though. Not sure. a lot of pollen when you're at it, but, 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 no. but in certain places, there's pollen. There's, uh, and when they start doing the farming, then it sends things into the air that you breathe in and it makes you sneeze and cough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, John. I will mm-hmm. say uh, it's, uh, it's been an interesting day. I'm having a few celebrities over. I'm not allowed to discuss who, uh, but their last name ends with 
E-N-I-A-N. And they are very wealthy people. And so I, 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 that's why I'm in a new spot today. I'm, this, is the, this, is, um, this is my townhouse kitchen. It's not my main kitchen. It's uh, my guest kitchen. And we are having an aquarium party. So they are there right now. Yes, they're, uh, I'm letting them float around with some of my friends who live at the Hojiland estate, uh, which are a series of orcas and dolphins that I care for. And uh, will will eventually help back into uh, we, re, we 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 bring them when they're sick they come here and we heal them using uh, special sounds of nature and the my special celebrity guests uh, who shall remain anonymous are swimming around with them as we speak so that's why I'm right here uh, in the guest kitchen. The yeah. the townhouse has an aquarium. No 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 uh, the the aquarium is by the townhouse. You get there by a by an electric golf cart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, guys, things. guys, Fred Johnson is here. Yeah. Fred, there you are. Hi, guys. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Thank God. We have Fred Johnson on the show. How y'all doing? Good. We're great. We're so happy to have you. <laughs> You're in a very good mood. Is, is there something on my face? Problem. Like, is that why he's laughing? Now? Yeah. No, it, it's it's not- I forgot the shower. Sorry about that. <laughs> It's the it's the puppets. I didn't expect puppets. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you know, Fred, you laugh, but uh, pe- people give us a hard time about the puppets. Oh, it's rough. Yeah, it's about being puppets. It's a rough life. It's a it rough is. life. It's well, a hard I, I would say we us. do we do have you know Billy Price as our bodyguard. He defended us on the show a few days ago. He was on the show. Yeah. He said, "Don't mess with my puppets. I love those guys. They yeah. like them." Yeah. <laughs> Did not expect that was that was funny. This is funny. And Ken <laughs> Anderson, Ken Anderson said he can cross off his bucket list now because he was on our show. So just so you know, <laughs> Fred, Fred, you you were just working out. Is that correct? You just got yes. back from working out. Yes. And what does that mean for you? What What do you do? Do you lift things? Do you push things? What kind of things were you doing to work out? What are you trying to get in shape? For example. I do a lot of stretching of, of the groin and the back. <laughs> we do a lot of lifting, running, pushing things, uh, anything to get you stronger, faster, bigger, you know. But, but my sources tell me you're already quite big and quite strong. Yes. Yes, I definitely am. But trying to stay in shape and do all that, it never yeah. ends. I mean, you look at the numbers, Fred. I mean, you are – I mean – very big, very large man. Yeah. Is, is three foot seven, you know, uh, 626 pounds or something? Yeah. No, 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 no. You got that oh. wrong. Oh, oh, no. oh, Six foot. You got the six and the three mixed up. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. The first time that oh, Daddy okay. has, has misread numbers on, on his Oh, <laughs> that was closer to my physique. Yeah. What I just said was closer you're to my three physique. feet tall, Daddy, on, yeah. in, in the, and, in, and pushing you know, the, the double digits, uh, the triple digits there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry about that, Fred. I, just, I wanted to, I wanted to identify life. with you. Yeah. But I've seen you shove people uh, out of the way in very, very brilliant fashion. We were talking about how Coach Jim Turner said he called you a monster. And, and he didn't mean it like as you are a terrible person. He meant that you no. are a, a physical force on the football field. And he was talking about how sharp you are and how smart you are. And we were saying how Coach Matt Menich was talking about that Dolphins game and how they ran a, a stunt on you. And you picked up on it, on that, you know, you didn't have time to talk about it because it was the onside kick, you know, late yeah. in the game. 
And yeah. the next the next drive for the two-point conversion, you were like, boom. You're like, I know what they're doing. You take on one guy. Then you got another guy. You're just like yeah. left and right. You're just yeah. like taking on everybody. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> tell yeah, us, yeah. tell us, man. What, what was that like? Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins game? Yeah. What's uh, it like being a smart? Tell us that first. No, 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 no. Dolphins game. Dolphins game. How, can you can take us back? Uh, the Dolphins game was pretty, uh, like, stressful because that was my first, like, time actually, like, playing – in like like in the NFL game at like a specific position, so I mean it was fun. Uh, very like on the go, trying to figure things out as we went along. I, I think I was sharing reps with uh, Cordy Glenn, so it was like on and off. Like I would see stuff that he like would get, and then try to use that as like my advantage the next drive or for however long I was in. So uh, it was pretty fun. It was pretty good. It was pretty uh it was a good experience. Um, especially when we went into overtime. My first like actual time playing and then the first game we go into overtime at my home like town kind of and it was right. fun. You are a Floridian. Yes. Yeah, yes, I am. yeah. and you started boy. you started football a bit late in life, is what is what I've been reading. Yeah, I started playing my senior year of high school. That's crazy. What were yeah. you doing up until then? Playing video games. Oh, what what uh, what? The, t- tell us about that. What's yeah, the... I'm actually uh, sorry, Fred. I'm really into video games too. I want to know if if you have all the good ones. You have like Frogger and Miss Pac-Man and the Star Fox, and you yeah. have all the the. No, no, you have like, all of those. Gonna, that's like from the seventies, man. I think that's showing your age right there. I yeah. Know how I'm back there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, obviously he's a rich NFL player. You know, he has Food Fight and the. More recent, you have an Atari. No, no those are old. Burger Man, Burger Man, those yeah. are old, yeah. Those are, those are old. old. Fred, those what are, are, what, what are your game of choice, Fred? My game of choice is Call of Duty right now. Oh, oh no, it's oh. Warzone. The shooting, the shooting. Yeah, yeah. all about yeah. the Gulag. He knows all about the Gulag. It's all about you. Got to you. Got to survive the Gulag. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't oh. talk to your squad. You die in the Gulag. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I have know, no I idea know, what any of those words meant. Well, and also for Hoji, it brings a lot of bad memories because, you know, my part of the village colonized his part of the village. Yeah. It's very, it's very, um, yeah, it, it has brings back. It's they called, they called, yeah, you know, they they call I live on the gulag, but we yeah. didn't know what it meant. We just thought it was met street. But now I'm finding out from you guys that gulag isn't a good thing. That hurts, but that's okay. Fred, we, yeah. had a, we, had a, we had a question in the uh, comments section from our good friend Ceiling Cat. He wants to know how is training going during this pandemic, and have you been working out with teammates, or how's that process been going? Um, training has been a little bit different, just because you know you train to go back to uh, you train in the spring to go back to like spring camp, like you know what I'm saying, like uh, like mini camp and OTAs and stuff, thinking. You know, you have time, like you have to be at a certain level. So when quarantine hit and all that, you got to take a step back and and try to peak, I guess, at the right time. You don't want to peak a month before, you know, everything is going and stuff like that. So trying to figure out a balance is really, really the tough part. Um, I've been working out with Michael Jordan, you know, a defensive tackle that we had, some rookies came through the spot that we was working out uh, up, here, up in here in Ohio. And um, it's been a different process. Yeah. Uh, just trying to, you know, stay focused and, and do what we got to do so we know we're, we're ready when when training camp comes around. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and the quarantine must be especially hard for you, Fred, because you're a Gemini. And Gemini are so personable 
the great communicator, <laughs> the social but No? Yeah. I mean, uh, I did the research. I did the research, Fred. Did the I, research. Yeah, I did the research. You were born under Mercury, so you have an agile mind. You're able to string things together. Jim Turner pointed that out. But you're also influenced by Venus, hence the charm. Other famous yeah. Geminis include Reese Witherspoon. Well, think about the think about the charm of a Reese Witherspoon, and yet the the how should we say quickness of a of a uh, a Mark Wahlberg, a Marky Mark. So that's Fred Johnson. You just Fred Johnson because yeah. they're all Geminis. And no, Fred. And you're even thing. working, Fred. You're going to be protecting a Sagittarius. Do you even know what that involves? That's you know what it's like to protect the Sagittarius? They are freedom-loving individuals. He's going to be very confident. Very confident. confident. They're going to be running all over the place. Yeah, no question. Adventurous, extroverted Sagittarius. <laughs> Impatient, philosophical, dangerous when provoked. Are you ready for that? Famous. Yeah, Fred. Definitely Fred, ready. Fred, do you, can I just tell you about some famous Sagittariuses? I'm yes. talking about DJ Khaled. I'm talking about Mark Ruffalo. Dark, mysterious Mark Ruffalo. I'm talking about Tina Turner, Miley Cyrus. That's what you're going to be protecting. Can you? Miley Cyrus is a Sagittarius. Yeah, can you protect Miley Cyrus? I don't think that's my question for you today. Can you protect Miley Cyrus? If need be, yes. Huh? If need be, yes. Okay, that's the answer we wanted. Correct. You won round one. Fred, you you talk about charm, and when I think of charm, I think of Jim Turner and. He what what does he like? Like for instance, just some of the, the the things that the quirks that maybe the fans don't see. Does he have a snuggle buddy to help him fall asleep? Does he? What is no. his favorite ice cream treats? Does he like the firecracker? Does he like the snow cones? What? Just tell us some of the personal things you know about. What's his favorite uh, color? I don't know his favorite color. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Okay. Uh, but Joe Turner's a nice guy. He he funny. Yeah. Um, very very detail oriented on what he wants. And how he wants things, but very open to what gets the job done. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll ask us, like, what do we feel like is more comfortable to do in yeah. a situation? But he'll tell us he wants us to try something out first, see how that works. You know, um, he'll he'll definitely he'll definitely coach us when we need to be coached. You yeah. know, and go over everything very diligently. So. It makes learning the learning process that much that much easier as far as meeting wise and stuff. Yeah, so he's open minded. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say he's open minded. Maybe would you know would he be willing to be interviewed by puppets versus is he that open minded? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I think it will it'll be a shock to him as well. If you want, you can text him. We'll wait. Go ahead. If you want to text him and ask him. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna text him because then he'll probably call me right now. So Okay. Okay, go uh, ahead, John. Sorry, yeah, John. Yeah, so you came into the Bengals in the middle of October, so you were kind of thrusted in into the whole process yeah. and thrusted into into Turner's coaching style, like in just in the middle of the season. That was right when you started to see some changes on the offense line. What was that like going from the Steelers to the Bengals in the middle of the season, and then having to play for the Bengals later on? Um, when I like uh, like in Pittsburgh, you know the O line that's there and their tradition and and how I mean and how the Steelers, you know, attack every day. So. Like going there and trying to make the team and stuff, you have to live up to a standard. And Pouncey, Dave DeCastro, you know, the the retired Ramon Foster, Villanueva, all those guys instill something, 
that, you know, that every young offensive lineman trying to make it in the league needs, and that's grit, and that's determination to want something and go get it. You know what I'm saying? So when I got when I got away from there, not knowing where I would end up at, uh, I went to the Bengals, and the first thing I asked Coach Turner, you know, not what plays we run, but what position am I playing? You know, like what what can I do to help? the team out and um he told us he told us uh he told me yeah you're playing tackle and i was like okay uh i was playing guard at pittsburgh you do know that he's like no you're tackle i was like all right okay fine and everything that that i did probably like outside of that like everything that happened outside of that like everything as far as me what i felt comfortable to do and all this am i still in the chat you are you are it's just that you're the main star right now we put you on full screen yeah, oh, okay. sorry. Yeah, just but, um, in the solo shot. I thought you wanted no, to play. No, I was just trying to thought. Yeah. But no, uh, Jim Turner basically was like, you playing tackle. Um, went out to practice, you know, whatever I felt comfortable doing, he let me do. Um, and I started excelling, like, within, like, the first, you know, couple minutes of practice and, and just honing what I got to do, learning the plays and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it was. It, I feel like Pittsburgh pre- pre- uh, prepared me for for life outside of Pittsburgh. You know, any obstacles that came my way. Um, I mean, that's great. Um, you know, you talk about uh, what it takes to be a Steeler lineman. You said great determination. Also, holding Geno Atkins is a key to to playing to the <laughs> offensive line in Pittsburgh. Uh, I noticed Fred, they they, Fred, they teach Fred, that. They Fred. apparently teach that. You know, Fred, can I just Fred. say something, Fred? So we know that you are a future star. I mean, you yeah. have so much talent, and you were you you did so much for the Steelers in the preseason that you you know undrafted, but you still made their fifty-three man roster. And then they release you and try to stash you on the practice squad, right? A very a sneaky, tricky, terrible, terrible move. So I'm just mm-hmm. asking, do you how much do you want to destroy the Steelers? Because that is really. Uh, that is kind of the goal of the show. That's the end of Bengals fans. No, no. I mean, it was, it was a, uh, like, I mean, I got waived. And, uh, I mean, it's nothing personal. It's business. So, I mean, I, don't, I didn't feel no type of way. But, you know, it's that type of, like, okay, y'all thought I wasn't, you know, I guess good enough to stay on the roster through the times that they had last year and yeah. stuff like that. So, even when we was, even when we, even, even when the Bengals was about to play in the second game of the year, I wanted to play so bad. Yeah. I just wanted to dress up and at least get in like one play, but you know it's yeah. still love there uh, with everybody. You know, through all through all the phases of the building, the facility down to the janitor, up into you know the owner. I got a lot of respect for them. I appreciate everything they did for me. And uh, they take and it's, it's just, they take it huh? seriously over there. They take their football very seriously in Pittsburgh. It seems. Yeah, Pittsburgh, everywhere, the NFL. I mean, it's a business. You gotta, you gotta come ready to work. But but the culture seems to be different from the culture of the Bengals a little bit, maybe. Oh no, nah, the culture for for the Bengals is definitely where it needs to be, where it's going right now. Good. With the all season that we just had and everything yeah. that's going on, uh, uh, and like in the building wise, it's, it's very. I'm very happy to be here. We're happy and to very, have you. Thank mm-hmm. you. And then just just like with Zach Taylor. Yeah. You know, he's in coach, very, 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 very determined coach. Yeah. I feel like this year is going to be a very big year for us and uh, and the way that we move forward. And I'm just ready. To, I'm just glad to be a part of it, you know. I'm when glad to Zach, be a part of it. When Zach Taylor was born, I got my first colonoscopy. Can you imagine? That's how young he is. He's very young. What? Fred, can I, yeah. Fred, can I ask <laughs> you a follow-up question about uh, – you said Jim switched you up. He moved you he, – he moved you uh, – To tackle. To tackle. Mm-hmm. Did he explain why? What did he see in you? What did why? What was the what was the reasoning? 
I think it was just that we needed a tackle. I don't, I don't like think it was anything else besides that. And I mean, I played guard, so I play. I could play guard, I could play tackle. Um, he would switch me up and practice from left tackle to right tackle, just to probably see my versatility. I guess was the big reason, and and put me in a, a, a comfortable situation to see how I react, see see where my position on the team moving forward for next year would be. And you did. And play. I think yeah, I think I think I, I think I proved that. So. Yeah. So glad he gave me the chance. Yeah, so you played left tackle towards the end of the season, and now mm. I, you know, everybody knows that Jonah Williams is there. Was, was, was it much different playing right? Because you'd never played left tackle before because you were a guard at Florida and you were a guard at Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was different, yes, but I kind of got the hang of it quick just because it's like the same It's like the same thing just flipped from right tackle. Um, and in Pittsburgh and camp, I would move to left tackle for like so like a couple reps if somebody was down or, you know, vet days and things like that. I would get put in the mix throughout. So it wasn't like it was brand new, but it was something I had to get used to. Yeah, well, you know, John actually wrote an article about maybe keeping you at left tackle and having Jonah play right tackle mm-hmm. because he, he, he looked and he saw, you know, there's a lot of, Still, there's a lot of uh, great pass rushers that line up on the left, and so Jonah yeah. would have, you know, uh, opportunities there. And so you were flourishing yourself at left tackle. Maybe you just keep that consistency. Is that something you, that Jim Turner has discussed with you? Has he read John's article? Because it's actually the first thing that shows up if you, you know, um, if you yeah. I don't really think Jim's talked about it, but I mean, John's first round pick, you know, his pedigree from from Bama and. And what he can do is 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 very left tackle list. Like you know, he he came from Bama. I mean, shit, you play for Saban. I mean, <laughs> you have something instilled in you. So I think uh, left tackle and, and and that is far. I let the coaches decide that. Uh, I, I do what they tell me to do. I still focus on you know trying to be versatile in what I do, but right tackle is where my main focus is at. I think that's where the main competition is. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So I'm really curious about this whole virtual offseason process because we've been reading things about Joe Burrow in his basement, like standing up and calling out cadences. What what has that been like and how has, I guess, Zach and, and Brian, for that matter, been and guiding you guys through going through the through in, install right now, just run, just go go with it. I mean, you can't you can't try to be like, oh no, I'm not feeling this. Like it's what it's what it is right now, and it's, it's you got to got roll with the punches. So I mean, seeing Joe do just that, how he attacks the meetings virtually is is very very reassuring. It's very you know, 
that was the number one pick, and he's 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 ready to work. So I mean, it's it's, it's very like I said, reassuring, and, and makes me confident. Makes me want to work that much harder. I mean, it was a good Zach Taylor. Like I mean, you got to roll the punches. I mean, nobody wants yeah. to do it, but no, we you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Fred, there's a yeah, game. You know, yeah, go ahead. There's a game. Uh, you've heard of it, but there's this game where you can actually simulate football on on a uh, on a device. It's called John Madden. What? Yeah, John Madden football. You mean Madden? Madden. It's John Madden. Madden. Yeah, he, yeah. he was a coach. It's the first name he, John? Made a, he made a video game. You guys didn't know John Madden. Yeah. yeah. Do you play that game? Madden. Yeah, I play Madden. And do you play as the the yeah. Bengals or the Steelers? Be honest. With I play. That. I play as the Bengals, and then I play with. Oh other yeah. Teams, but oh. I, I lose all the time, so I don't really try to play. They're going to change those. So I don't know if you know this. Every year they update Madden, and they're yeah. going to change all those numbers, and you're going to start winning as the Bengals. <laughs> I think it's this. So I used you to play. Don't. I used to play John Madden, and what I would do is I put John. I put AJ McCarron in all the time. He would start, and I would always win. It's weird. I would always it was weird. Win. Yeah. Well, he was playing me. And I, I, I still, I can't figure out which way to hold the controller. But, you know, Fred, you know, um, we talk about Madden and, and how updating the roster, you know, I look at the offensive line and I'm actually really, really excited to see these guys. I'm really excited. And we had Billy Price on and he was talking about how he's getting healthy and he's developing, you know, he has that chemistry with Joe Burrow. Mm. And, you know, it's not just about different positions, but it seems like different linemen have their strengths. They have the things that they add. That they're they're all different. Like, yeah. yeah. And you put it all together and it, when it blends well, you have this, this coherent, this good line. You have a mm. so We have a question from Reddit from Intermittent Series asking, what is that particular characteristic or trait or a strength that you add to the line? I feel like I had a, a a type of a type of just raw grit. Like I'm not going like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bend the fold easy. I bring an attitude to the officer room. I bring a persona. You know, like off the field, I'm a great guy. I can hang out with y'all. I can, you know, kick it with y'all. But on the field, like Classic I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be you know taken lightly or or under underestimated. I guess. And, you know um, that? Yeah. Well, and I feel that, like, that reminds I, me of a of an NBA player, a very gritty NBA player. He played 17 seasons, had the record for most consecutive games started. Have you ever heard of Otis Thorpe, by any chance? Who? Otis Thorpe. Very, Otis Thorpe? Yeah. That's my uncle. Oh, wow. How much of research have you done? <laughs> we do a lot of research. Is that, is that, are you serious? You remind, and he's so gritty and tough. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, right now, Fred. Serious. Yeah. Fred, we have everything about you right now. Oh, this yeah, that's my uncle. That's my uncle. Yeah, actually, if you pay enough uh, money, you can get the CIA file on anybody. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. No, that's, that's my uncle. Oh, wow. He definitely, he definitely worked hard for what he what he got. You know, and I just, you know, growing up and looking at what he what he had, I wanted it so. I kind of followed in a different path. I'm football. guessing a very different body type, an offensive lineman and an NBA definitely, star. Definitely, definitely a very different body type. Once I went to college, I was I was tall in, in high school, but I was lanky. Oh. I was like 270. Wow. So I mean, basketball could have been easy to play, but I just didn't like the conditioning, so I kind of didn't do it. Well, I'm and, 280, but no one would call me lanky. Yeah, no, I don't think you're lanky. Probably, Probably like two yeah. feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fred's wet. 
So we're all so so Fred, you know, Dadio was mentioned being excited. I don't know if you feel the excitement in the room. I mean, Dadio got so excited about the coming season that he now wears adult diapers all the time. The excitement is everywhere. We're all excited. Yeah, everybody, it, sounds, everybody. it sounds like the the team is ex- as excited as we are. Is that the case? Mm-hmm. Is, there, is that sense of is there something in the air kind of feeling? Like a right sense now? of like a sense of urgency, like urgency. Yeah, ready, ready to get out, get get out there. I mean, all the moves that happen in the off season, all the new faces, yeah. all the all the all all the old faces that's here. Like I mean, everybody went through the season last year. I was here last year for for eight games, and everybody's ready for a new era, a new uh, regimen. So I mean. Very just good. itching to get back and not being able to go back in spring really took a like really like made it that much more you know amplified and and, and very and very like restful. If you are able to comment on it, how do you feel about having two of the preseason games being cut out? I feel like it, it's it's a good thing and a bad thing, I guess. Uh, with COVID and stuff like that, I mean, you don't want the chance to to, to you know affect other teams, but then again. You got like think about the young guys and people trying to make the team and show what they can do and and players who were probably on the practice squad last year who this is their one chance like you know to make a name for themselves or try to show their importance not only to to, to the Bengals but to other teams because you know yeah. preseason is not all about making one team every NFL team watches the preseason That's and right. you know guys get put on practice squads get picked up that same week for another squad you know uh, I feel like it's, it, it will hinder that. But um, I feel like health-wise, it was a smart decision in, in what, what the NFL is trying to do with try to not control. You can't fully control a, a, a pandemic, but you could try to, like, halter it and, like, hinder it and slow it down, you know. So, yeah, you Fred, know. I'm, glad, yeah. I'm glad that three yeah. out of four of us believe in this pandemic and this virus and that it's not a hoax. That's I don't a think it's a hoax. No, no, I don't, I don't either. No. That's me, you, and John. There's a guy... He's, he's above this is a, right now. Well, this is a football show. So we, this don't, guy, we don't, yeah. He doesn't well, believe the virus is real. It depends. It depends. If you look at the economy and the impact it has, you have to reconsider. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get into this. It's a football show, uh, Fred. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, Day Day Jones has a question because uh, there's talk about how Joe Burrow is ahead of the rest of the team and they need to tell him to slow down and he knows too much. And people are like, what does he know? What does that mean? How does he know too much? And meanwhile, Jim Turner is saying that you are ahead of the rest of the players. You know, who tells who to slow down? You or Joe? Like, you two seem to be operating in a different kind of, uh, you know, sphere of of knowledge, you know, from the rest of the the players or the rest of the universe. You know, what is that like? Yeah, go ahead. I mean... I mean, I think I feel like everybody picks up information at their own pace. Yeah. And I feel like certain like Joe Burrow was with two college teams. You know, he was with Ohio State and he went to LSU and probably ran different types of offenses there and different like route trees and stuff. Like I don't know quarterback, but just I use like like I feel like he used his information from those two schools to apply to learning the playbook now and and how that translates. And that's basically what I did from my college like career. I just use it to learn, you know, play like just use what I already know in schemes and just apply it to new terminology and and, uh, and different vocabulary that Jim Turner uses and that Zach Taylor uses. You know, every football is football. Football been around for the longest time. And it, I don't think it's changing like, like, Structurally wise, so no. yeah. I but mean, you know, I feel like if you if you learn yeah. if you learn it somewhere else, you still gonna learn it. 
It's just about the vocabulary, the terminology, and all the other stuff. So. Absolutely. Well, you know what? This has been around for the longest time, but it is changing structurally is this show. Yeah. Because the show, we used to have uh, pencil scribbles, but now we have puppets because we raised the money for the puppets. Thank you. <laughs> and we are getting a lot of Bengals players on the show. So if you want to reach out to your other offensive linemen, other players, your other uh, you know, teammates to be on the show, we are okay with that. You know, but yeah. we are uh, getting, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry, you want to do it now? We can wait. You want to do it now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to think of Mike Mike Jordan right now. Get him on the show. I want to talk to Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Wait, the Michael Jordan? Yes. No, not, not Michael Jordan, the one with six rings. Uh, but doesn't your uncle know that player. one too? I'm sure yeah. your uncle knows that. I don't know. We can have two Michael Jordans on the show at the same time. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah. But you know, uh, and we're getting so much support from the show. I don't know if you know Fred Johnson, but we have six uh, – uh, people who are being patronizing towards us. Patrons. Yeah, uh, patrons. And we have, you know, Brian Taylor, Tanner Green, Derek Davis, Bit Itch, Jeremy Conley, you know, this Bengals captain. He's that guy in the stands wearing the weird clothing. You see, we have captain, right? Tall man wearing orange. Yeah. Ooh. He's always he's saluting. Uh, Bengals Taylor. captain. He comes to the games. Yeah. He's wearing red. He's wearing orange. He's. He looks like a captain. He's got a big beard. I mean, if you don't know who he is, that's really sad because he spends so much money trying to get your attention. Well, Fred just started last year, man. Uh, I don't know. I'd, uh, he'd be in the stands? He's, he's in the stands. Yeah, he's in the stands. I, I can't see that far. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to have to tell him to, to wear higher heels. He's too busy looking at what's on the field. He's focused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, who's there? He doesn't have time no, for that. Yeah, but, but but you know we have guys like Bit Itch are giving twenty dollars a month to the show, and our latest patron, uh, Nick Marks, who is in the Carlos Dunlap tier, giving ten dollars a month. And I mean, I don't know. Uh, that you, man, yeah. Nick yeah. Marks, and yeah. I. I don't know if you know this. We spent um, three days together in the Bahamas, and we were wow. studying algae. And that oh man, is the funniest guy you will ever meet about algae. He has over 400 algae jokes. We shared the room, room service all the time. And, you know, we were, because his name was Nick Marks, we were reading a lot of Karl Marx. So I love mm -hmm. Nick Marks. That's I'm glad that he's giving to the show and a part of the show. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so there you go, Fred. So, yeah, we just wanted to share that with you. And, <laughs> yeah, if you have a minute, we're going to end the show and we can chat with you off the air. And, and Fred, I, yeah. Fred Johnson, I hope you know how important it is for people to subscribe to the oh, show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, please, Fred, make sure that they subscribe. And yeah. also, uh, smooch that like button. Please. No, 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 not yeah. smooch. No, no, no. Don't we, we don't even smooch in the like button. Just, just don't it. smooch it. No, 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 no. You want to no. smash. Smash. No, 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 no. When, I'm sorry. Okay, I know you, 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 I know you like passed it. the ESL class at Santa Monica College, but when you like something, you uh, smooch it. You don't uh, smash it. That doesn't make any sense. All uh, right. When you like something, you smoosh it? Yeah. Smooch, like, it's smooch, like mwah, mwah. When you like something, you smooch it. You don't uh, smash it. Fred, it doesn't smooch the pass rushers. He smashes them. He doesn't like it. Yeah, he, I mean, I don't like, like oh, wow. Okay, so whatever you like to do to the like button, just do it. If anybody yeah. can practice the lifestyle they like, just as so long as our show is promoted. So that, yeah, so that is the show. It's going to be on iTunes. We have the uh, podcast, and it's going to be up on YouTube very soon. People will be learning about the greatness of Fred Johnson. Those who didn't know will know, and those who knew will know more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you, Fred, I'm going to be watching you next year and cheering for you. I just hope you know that. And 
sending you positive mojos, which I do in a very scientific way. Uh, I'm going to be sending hard. you. I have an, oh, a meditation room, Fred. Doctor Haji East Moji. Yeah, the electric. Yeah, Haji yeah. the electric Moji. Yeah. So yeah, Fred, if you can stick around for a minute, we're going to yeah, end we're... and we'll chat with you. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. So so long. We'll see you next time. SVT. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.